Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, welcome to the Can We Help You podcast. I'm Jax. I'm Sash. I'm Franco. You can think of us as the brothers and sister you never had and may or may not have wanted. Uh, Every week we take your life's questions and we bring them into the the secret cone of advice. The cone? And we, we swirl them around in the cone and we go, hey, can we help you with that? You started off really strong and I was like, this has got to be the best one we've ever done. Yeah, and then, and then you brought in the cone. Of I'm the just trying to, I'm, I'm, I, know pe- I know we decided that the intro, intro stain as it is, people like it. But just, you know, just want to like mix it up a little bit here and there every now and then. Okay, fair. With, with a cone of advice, okay. Yeah, the little advice cone, like an ice cream cone, but for advice and we're all inside the ice cream cone. And the ice cream is the question. And we've got to eat the ice cream and, and spit out the advice. Oh, stop it. Have you heard of a cone of shame? Do you know what a cone of shame is? Uh, no. I've heard of a cone of silence. Cone of shame. Shane. <laughs> Poor old oh, Shane. No. Poor Shane. What's he done? Cone of shame is for dogs and cats when oh, they have yeah, surgery no, and they that. put Put, they look so sad in them. I always feel, I hated putting one on Crumpet. We did it when he got desexed. We got like one of those nice soft ones. Yeah. Wasn't Velcro plastic. Ones. Yeah, Velcro. And I've got this great photo of him and he's lying on the couch and his head's like so far back, like big double chin. And he's just mm. like, fuck you, bitch, for putting this on me. We, um, our, our dog had surgery about a year ago and we had a cone for two weeks. And I don't know if this is really messed up or not. (laughs) The dog was wearing a cone. I was not wearing a cone. Uh But um, we still have the cone. And the dog hates the cone so much that whenever it's misbehaving, I'll like point to the cone. 
Because it That's knows. so mean. <laughs> it's the dog equivalent of Santa's watching. <laughs> yeah. So we we, we haven't put the comb back on. Well, okay, I think we Not did yet. But as like yeah. we just kind of use it as like a, a little motivator. Like Franco, you cannot ever put that back on him unless he's had surgery and needs to keep. You can't because that's just so mean. It is. That's mean. punishment. You shouldn't punish dogs. It works. Pointing fine, but just as long as you're not then getting it out and putting it on him, because that's just mean. I have I have picked it up and you know walked towards the dog and. <laughs> Franco, <laughs> do you want to go back in the cone? I'll put you in the cone. Like, exactly. Oh. Yeah, and then and then you know what starts behaving. Don't you feel guilty? I cannot yell at Crumpet. I cannot do it. I do sometimes and then I almost immediately apologise. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm just in a bad mood or I'm sorry you were upsetting me. I, I, can't, I can't do it. He really embarrassed me at the park the other day though and I was chasing him around and I refused to talk to him for the rest of the walk. He kept looking at me like, why aren't you talking to me, bitch? bitch. like, because you embarrass me, bitch. Hey, so through the week we got a message on Insta at Can We Help You Podcast. Now, Franco cool. may not remember this because Franco was not here when we spoke about it. I but, um, probably definitely don't remember it then. You may remember, Sash, uh, when Franco was not here. And we were speaking about sponsors for the podcast. <laughs> We've and had that chat we quite go. a few times. Yeah, we. I think every episode, Jax, you shoehorn in a, hey, if you're listening, Woolworths, <laughs> give us a kill. And you can sponsor the Can one We day, Help You podcast. One day Woolies is going to sponsor us and you who know, will be laughing then? All of us. <laughs> so we were talking about how we want, you know, we should go for smaller sponsors, not the big, big, big brands, not Apple or Facebook. We should go for the smaller <laughs> little local brands, you know. And um, Even they should probably stay away from us. Yep. <laughs> you used the example of the old, uh, the old olive oil brand that's on MasterChef Australia at the moment. Mm. And uh, through the week, we got a bloody message from oh my god, a Ronnie. Okay. Ronnie said, "Hey, from guys. a Ronnie, not from an oil company." Got it? No, I oh know. I was looking forward to getting free olive oil. Okay, yep. Ronnie wrote. Ronnie sent us a post from from the olive oil brand. They said, "Hey guys, this is the olive oil business. They're my neighbours." <gasps> what? I'm not confident though in my skills to procure a sponsorship. <laughs> I'm sorry. What could I um, Ronnie? Does Ronnie live next to a warehouse or is it just like a, a home no, it's a business? Farm. Yeah, it's a home. I'm- it's so okay. So the story is I was watching MasterChef and there's a contestant on it who is um an olive oil producer with her husband and they live on property in the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria. And yes. they have a little olive oil and they package it themselves at home and, and send it off and put it in markets and all of that. That's So, yes, it's a, it's not like Cobram where it's like this big thing with a warehouse. They've got just a little home business. Right. Okay. Ronnie is the next-door neighbour of um, the olive oil brand. And so now, okay, what I'm thinking is, Ronnie, Knock on your neighbour's door. Oh my god, no, don't. G'day guys. And now look, you don't have to you don't have to broker the sponsorship for us. That's fine. <laughs> All you gotta do is say, Oh, g'day guys, bring over like a a little um basket of scones or something. Oh hello. Oh, good to see you. Oh, how's the olive oil? Oh, beautiful. Let me have a sip. <laughs> Lovely. Um a sip. <laughs> and then You're not all supposed you need to drink to do, it. 
That's how Olive, people taste hey, it. Hey, Olive or Jesus told me to drink it, so. I know, but you're not supposed to drink it. Like, that's ridiculous. You Olive have it on bread. Jesus? I must have missed Oh, something. he missed this story too. Oh, you should anyway, go, back, go and back and listen to that episode. I'll go back and listen. Go. Olive oil Jesus. He's I'm real. I'm thinking, Ronnie, yeah. Oh, scones here. Oh, pop some olive oil on. Oh, delicious, delicious. Hey, <laughs> olive oil mates, just wanted to say there's this bloody ripper podcast that you guys should get on. And oh then God. olive oil brand will hear our podcast and they'll go, oh, my God, we should sponsor that podcast. And then, Ronnie, we'll give you a little cut. We'll give you an extra little olive oil or something. We'll send one out to you. They don't need um, us to give them olive oil. That's the whole point. (laughs) They live next door to them. Okay. We can't give Ronnie anything. We'll we'll, we'll give you a a shout-out or an extra shout-out for for brokering the the sponsorship. You don't need to use sales skills or anything. Just just, just little little nudge. Hey, check out this amazing podcast. And then next thing you know, boom, we'll have our first sponsor. But then they'll hear this podcast and they'll hear your plan for Ronnie, which is to go and offer them scones, and they'll realise that the whole thing was a setup. <laughs> yeah, and then, but then they'll know then how much we love wars. them and how much we want them to sponsor our podcast. Look, right. I think the problem with a brand like this that we're discussing <laughs> is that it's very artisan, it's very, um, you know, fancy, small mm-hmm. batch. I don't know if you call it small batch, but it's... We're not, I don't think we're the target. Like, we're not the market. I don't know. I just feel like they're a bit fancy. I like olive oil. Do you like olive oil? I love olive oil. Franco, do you like olive oil? I do, but I kind of get what Sasha's saying. Like, there's olive oil. There's like, you know, you cook with olive oil and stuff, and then there's like fancy olive oil that like fancy fancy people like try and know the difference between and all of that. Olive oil, Jesus. He came to me and he tried to talk to me about that. And I was like, all I do is bloody cook with it, mate. He's like, "Mm." so he was like, drink drink the thing. You'll have a great time. So I don't know if that was olive oil. I think he might have been selling you something else. (laughs) (laughs) Drink this. Um, Yeah, look, Ronnie, that's exciting. I'm very jealous of you. I'd like you to tell us how the olive oil tastes. Is it really good? Because I tell you what, anything like that's made on a farm in the Mornington Peninsula automatically gets 10 points from me. I'm just like, yep, you're going to be amazing. Um, I want to know how the olive oil tastes. And, you know, maybe we get, maybe we give Ronnie some money and Ronnie buys us a bottle and then sends it up to us. Oh, that's not a bad idea. We can try. Yeah, good idea. All right. All right. Let's, let's do that. Okay. Cause I really want to try this olive oil. Yeah. Okay. Let's get some olive oil happening. We'll, we'll buy the olive oil ourselves though. I know that, you know. Wait, hang on. I'm sure what? I could just buy it online and they'd send it to me. I don't need Ronnie to buy it. I don't need a conduit. Like I just need to do it myself. Yeah. No, that's, you make a good point. I think I'm making this <laughs> pretty good. Really, <laughs> we've really talked ourselves back from a sponsorship deal. I'm like, still, look, 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 Ronnie, I'm still, I still think it's possible. If you just got to. Scones, anybody? And then, you know. Just Why think, oh, scones? This. Why do you keep saying scones? You don't put olive oil on scones. No, but you're just bringing it over as a little, you know. Focaccia. Oh, I bloody nah. baked some scones. Nah, Focaccia's like easier and more appropriate. Let's go with focaccia instead of scones. Focaccia's yeah. way more annoying to make. No, no. it's not as easy. Have you seen easy. all the videos about making focaccia? It's so oh, easy. I have oh. so many TikToks saved that I will never, ever attempt, but I'm <laughs> glad I've got them saved. I love focaccia. <laughs> You can look back up them on your deathbed and be like, oh, I should have made that Should have made the focaccia. I tell you what, if you're on your deathbed and your your main thought is, 
Should have bloody made more for cash. <laughs> I mean, I Do don't you know, know what, what that says I, about your life. I often use that argument to like justify bad decisions, but not bad decisions, but just decisions where I'm like, I want to do the fun thing, not the responsible thing. 100%. And I'm like, when I'm on my deathbed, when exactly. I'm lying there dying from whatever I'm dying from when I'm a 90-year-old woman, am I going to be grateful that I didn't take the risk, that I didn't do the fun exactly. thing? Or am I going to be grateful that I avoided having fun? Have fun. The moral of the story is have fun. So, oh. Franco, make that focaccia. You will regret it when you're old. I, I don't know if focaccia really falls into that category, to be honest. I think it does. It does. Okay. I, right, I can think enough. of more fun things, but I, I appreciate the, the, the inspiration. Of all the fun things, making focaccia is low on the least. Just, just going to say. I think that's pretty fun. I think there's something really satisfying about making yourself something that, like, you could buy but you make it yourself and you do a really good job and you're like, that was oh, fucking yeah. delicious. Yeah, but the problem is you, you go to all this fucking effort, it takes you about four hours, you go and buy all this, oh, got to have the nice ingredients, I've got to treat myself with the bloody making me own focaccia. And then by the time it's done, it's taking you like four hours, it costs you about $25 and you're like, I could have literally driven up the fucking shop and bought a focaccia for $2.50. Where's the joy in that? it would have been so yeah. much quicker and at, at least as good if not better. No, Where's I get what Sasha's that? saying that I've been making my own pasta lately and that's just oh. very satisfying. I was looking at pasta making classes today for when Ooh. we're in Florence and oh. I really think make four different types. No, it's actually not that bad. I think one the one I found that comes very highly rated was like maybe 160 bucks, a bit less. <laughs> Jesus, what each yeah, 160 oh for a cooking for a four hour cooking God. class in t- in Florence Jeez. drinking in Florence. wine. Yeah. yeah, that's expensive. Making four different t- um, It is expensive, but you know, you're, you're learning a life skill. I totally oh. disagree. Um, if you were to go out for dinner mm. and get and but you're only there for an hour. You're there for you're banking pasta for four hours. How many times you do you spend three hundred and twenty dollars on bloody dinner? Must be nice how the uh, other half lives. Jesus no, Christ. No, okay, it's not, comp- it's not Sash comparable does go to, to some fancy restaurants. Not very yeah. often. Not these days. Clearly. Not these days. Cost 320 living, bucks on a bloody dinner. Raining it. Raining it back in. Mm. <laughs> but it's an experience as well. Like you're learning, A, you're learning a skill. B, you're doing an activity. C, you're eating. Four, you're drinking. I think it's pretty good. Because then I saw other ones and it was like, $250 per person. Oh, so about 160 that's pretty good. It's ah, expensive. The, yeah, I was looking at a two-hour guided tour of the Uffizi, which is a gallery in Florence, which has a lot of Botticelli and um, Michelangelo and blah, 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 one of the best galleries in the world. $120. And all you're getting oh, is yeah. someone walking you. Get this uh, another get one audio in book Paris. Version. I was looking, yeah, that's what Shay said. Um, I was looking at a like a, a kind of like a half day like walking tour. It's a private walking tour, so it'd be you and the guide. Um, it was like four hundred dollars per person, Jesus and Christ. you are not going in anywhere. They're not buying you food. You're not catching the metro. It Bloody is literally hell. someone. And I'm like, should I get into the? Is this yeah, is this another lucrative tours, business? Eh? Jesus. Yeah, just start doing tours. Honestly, you make an absolute fucking fortune. It's insane. And I, I messaged him. And I'm key like, is is private tours as well? Because yeah. you know there are yeah. really rich people that go on holidays and they yeah. want you know everything to be private. Yeah, and they don't want to have to fucking yeah. walk around and listen to an audio. It's not worth four hundred per person, but you can charge it and people will pay. It's it. insane. And this guy was like, "Yeah, four hundred. I'm like, "Um, I think I'll look at another option. Like, you for don't a want walking to. Like, tour. 
Like I know the galleries. Are, I know the galleries are great. I know the art's beautiful, whatever. But like, I mean, come on. It's like, and it's like you walk in one and you see a little room full of stuff, and you're like, oh, this is like hundreds of years old. And then you're like, cool. Walk to the next one, and you're like, oh, this is also a hundred, four hundred, five hundred, seven hundred years old. And then you go to the next I one. Agree. You're like, oh, look at this. It's like, it was also seven hundred years old. And you're like, oh, all right, I fucking get it. I agree, and we learned that the last time we went, we did lots of galleries, and by the third city we were in, we are like, fuck, we're sick of galleries. Like, we don't know what we're looking at. <laughs> However, we did one tour, and part of it was going to this church, mm-hmm. and in the church was this really incredible artwork, and the guide stopped us at the artwork, and he said, okay, and he talked us through it. And it was really interesting to hear someone explain it because that's yeah. the thing. I'm not an art historian, I don't fucking know. I just I go, oh, that's a nice painting and then I and a or a sculpture, but having someone actually explain it to you, you can appreciate it way more. Which is why going to the Uffizi, I would like someone yeah, to explain it to me. I, like I went to see the Mona Lisa. And I got there yeah, and I, that's a bloody Mona Lisa. And that like you go there to say that you've seen it. Like it looks the same as it does in the fucking pictures. It's behind a fucking little barrier. You look in the distance, it's about the size of a fucking postcard and you're like there's a bloody Mona Lisa. No, yeah, like, there it is. Uh, it is very specific shit. that you need to understand that these, like especially the art gallery walking tours are for people who specifically don't know anything about art but mm. want to pretend that they do. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to pretend. I want someone to explain to me why I should oh, care. I, like that's yeah, my but, thing. I'm like, I tell me really about this. I don't really care why? enough to be explained to. Like I get it. It's well, 100 years old, fucking whatever. Cool, yeah, it looks great. I don't know. There's some Give pretty. The I love history. I love history, so I like hearing the backstory of stuff. Um, on Europe, just while we're talking about it, um, my sister-in-law is currently there, and she's been mm-hmm. sending us photos and stuff on the family group chat. And she's been there for maybe three weeks now. She's done Rome, Florence, the Amalfi Coast, beautiful Amsterdam, Paris, and she's still got a few more spots to go. I said, "Hey, where are your favourite?" What's been your favourite spot so far? She's never been to Europe before. Uh-huh. Guess what her answer was. Paris Disneyland. Oh. Disneyland. Yes. Fuck yeah. I'm wearing a Disneyland T-shirt today. Of all um, the places. She- yeah, and- it's a great place to go to. She's been to the American Disneyland, right? Yeah. So she's been yeah. to the best one. Yeah. I've heard Paris is the worst of the Disneys. I enjoyed Paris Disney, but, like, I've heard it's the worst. And Shane and I enjoyed, like, we had a great day, but, like, I would never think of Paris even in my top five of the favourite places I went to when I was in Europe. And that was her favourite Honestly, I, Look, I think Paris Disneyland is a great place to go. <sighs> I think Paris, I mean, look, I know we've probably got some Ronnies who listen in France. Maybe in Paris, don't know. Bonjour. Oh, I think Paris is a little overrated. But I think a lot of big cities are overrated, like New York, overrated. But I think, I think people have expectations, so... I, Shane, actually. I, all, I disagree with the New York comment, but go on. Well, he, he lives in LA. Oh, He's not a fucking God. authority on great cities. He reckons LA is a good city. Paris, so don't oh, fucking fucking city of romance. Like, oh, he has a bloody big tower. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'll say it. Yeah, whatever. I personally, Paris is polarizing. People either love it or they hate it. I loved Paris. Lots of people hate Paris. It just depends on what you like and what you mm, like to do. I don't like the sweeping statements except for the fact that LA sucks because LA does suck. LA's but everywhere great, else. You should come visit. You should come visit. Sprawling. Well, Sydney's sprawling. You're either homeless or you're bloody rich. There's no in between. <laughs> Jax is rich. He drives an Audi. Oh, I'm not rich. Come on, mate. You I'm work sorry. In Wait, media. do you drive an Audi? When did? Yeah. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, he yeah, does. Come on. Do you remember who we used to give uh, shit about driving an Audi? Okay. All right. <laughs> so now okay. it's all got to come back to him. It's, it's cheap Audi, all right? It's, 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 Jeez, it's lower on the job yeah. must be treating Shut you real up. well. <laughs> must be nice. That's all, all right. All right, shall we get say. into a bloody question? <laughs> oh, I sound like someone I know. Yeah, go on. <laughs> cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, I've got a question here from Ronnie. It is a little bit long. They do apologize for it being long, so just no worries, bear Ronnie. with me. Okay. Uh, hi, Sash Jackson Franco. Love your podcast. Please keep doing what you're doing. All right, we will. We'll try. Yeah, okay. Well, Ronnie then. writes, I'm a 27-year-old female. My partner mm-hmm. is a 29-year-old male. We've been together mm-hmm. three years and we have plans to get married soon. Beautiful. He's always had a lot of close fe- female friends and I was one of them before we started dating. I've never had an issue with this and have always trusted him wholeheartedly. Last night, I met one of his closest female friends for the first time over dinner. She didn't bring her partner because they were going through a rough patch. Dinner was fine, but there was an awkward moment where they were texting each other in front of me. My partner later explained he was just checking with her to make sure that she was comfortable talking about her personal life in front of me. It became Uh clear to me throughout the night that he's probably been sharing intimate details about our relationship with her too. I didn't think much of it, but after we finished dinner, he was very anxious. I asked him why. He said he just felt anxious about us meeting. I reassured him that I had a great time and I'm glad I got to meet her and that I liked her. I brushed it off and moved on. Things then suddenly blew up and he started accusing me of being dismissive and insensitive of his feelings. I apologised and said I didn't realise how much dinner meant to him. He lashed out again, brought things up in the past. He apologised eventually and we left it at that. Now that I've had time to think, I can't help but wonder if there's something I should be worried about. He's never been this anxious about me meeting anyone else in his life, family, friends or colleagues. Was he so anxious about me meeting her because he's been cheating on me emotionally with her and he's worried I'll call him out for it? Or am I just being paranoid and jealous? Thank you. So, yes, thank you for sitting. So, long story, too long didn't read. Um, Ronnie's partner freaked out when... Uh, she met his female best friend and she's worried he's emotionally cheating on her, essentially. It's a tough one, Ronnie. It's a tough That's one. tricky. The whole anxious thing's really, like, uh, confusing to me because... I mean, I don't know. I don't know your partner, Ronnie. I mean, maybe that's that's what, what they're like, but but what? I, I don't know. That's It's kind of weird. Texting, mm. the texting each other while you're there too is also a bit like, like, to, uh, and again, I don't know, how old are they, did you say? Uh, 27, 27 and, 29. and 29. Yeah. That, that feels a little juvenile for 27 and 29, just 
Just mm. want to put that out there. Like I would have thought that by 29-ish you're like pulling it. If you're concerned, you're just like, oh, hey, just like, you know, pulling pulling your friend aside and be like, hey, is that is, you know, all good? No worries, you know, rather than a little no, but cheeky you know fucking text but on the even table. That, I'd say if I was sitting at dinner and I had Shane with me and my male best friend and Shane mm. was like, oh, how's your relationship going? I might even say to my male best friend, Oh, hey, like, are you happy talking about this? We don't have to talk about this right now. Like, you can do yeah, it in front no, of them. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Without it being weird. Like, you could pull them aside if it's really touchy, but, like, I mean, it shouldn't be. Like, you're all grown-ups. Like, it should just be like a, hey, like, oh, Dean might not want to talk about that. Should we talk about something else? Or, like, you know, you could you could soften it and you could move it away because at the end of the day you know both of them, so you know how you can mm-hmm. navigate it between the two of them in public without it being weird. The texting thing is... The text. Weird. I think that's the thing for me. The the anxiousness about the the later anxiousness and the blow up is is weird. But the the texting is like what what are you what are you bloody doing, mate? Well, I do find it weird that Ronnie's partner was so anxious if he's never been so anxious before about yeah. Ronnie meeting his friends or family or colleagues. Uh, I get Ronnie why your alarm bells going off a little bit, and sometimes your instinct is. Right, even if you have no proof of that. Not saying that you should turn around and be like, you're cheating on me in whatever way, but I get why you feel that way. I really do. I kind of see it. See, my perspective on the whole texting thing, and my partner doesn't do this, but there are like kind of maybe similar things that I can kind of relate it to where if they've been friends since high school or like been friends for a long time, they've just got their own kind of way of communicating and that it oh, seems normal I, to them. I mean, I guess. See, that's yeah. that's the only thing. Like this makes sense to me. This whole situation makes sense if that, if that like they have been friends for a very, very long time, like even way, way longer than Ronnie has been with them. But even the weird anxiety about and him being like really yeah. obsessed, like, oh, my God, I, I just... Kind of see that because it's like if you've been friends with someone for 15 years and you've been dating this person for three years and they haven't met yet, like you want them to like each other and that's like very two very important relationships that you want to kind of But I feel like that should come out in a different way. Like I feel like that should be more like, did you have a good time? Like I really hope you had a good time. Like I've been anxious about you guys meeting because I really want you both to get along. Do you know what I mean? Like you can say it in a way that feels more genuine than, like, getting angry at his partner. Yeah, you because definitely she can. Because that's the thing is also don't forget he blew up at Ronnie after because she was like, yeah, I had a great time. Like, she's nice, cool, like, whatever. Like, she was being, <laughs> I wouldn't say dismissive, but she was being pretty chill about it. And he was like, well, why are you, why are you um, diminishing my feelings and blah, blah, blah. Ronnie's just like, what are you talking about? Like, why is he being so weirdly defensive? Yeah, I, I have to say, if you're like, if you're friends with someone for, for 15 years, like whoever it is, whether it's the same sex or opposite sex, um, you know, I would think a real close friendship, you're introducing them to someone that you're about to marry. It shouldn't matter whether you... Like, obviously, you want to try and get along, like, as the friend. You want to try and get along with your friend's partner. But either way, they're going to get married to them. So, like, why should it be anxiety-inducing? Do you know what I mean? Because as the friend, you're going to want to get along with your best friend's partner. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to get Mm. along with with Shane and, and I want to get along with Jess just because I'm your friend, right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Ronnie. My My... 
I wouldn't say alarms going off, but there's a faint tingling in the background. Jingling, tingling, mingling. Those sleigh bells. The bells are There are some sleigh bells. Santa, Santa in the distance. That's the vibe I'm getting. I'm kind of like, hmm. Because yeah. I find it, it's like kind of weird gatekeepery stuff. Like yeah. when you genuinely have no romantic. Also, Ronnie, your partner might not realise perhaps that they, if if they do, I don't know if they do. Let's be real. We don't know. We don't know. We can only say what we can guess from what you've written. Mm-hmm. Um, your partner might not even know that they're attracted to you, to to his friend if he is. Do you know what I mean? Like he might just yeah, I know what you're feel strongly about yeah, like. strongly for some reason. Yeah, and he might be like, why do I feel like this? Like, what the fuck's going on? He might not even realise. And can I just put it out there? Like, having, like, uh, not an emotional affair, but having someone else that you can talk to about your relationship and that you can talk to about things isn't a problem. Like, it's it's not an issue. The issue is when it transfers into the space of cheating, either emotionally or physically, if that's against what you've agreed to with your other partner. The point is, is that you inevitably feel differently about a partner's friend if they're the, if they're the same sex as you you do unless you can yeah. meet them and see them together and you go yep that's fine like and I'm not saying it's automatic. when you don't know them yes I agree when I'm you telling don't know you them. I'm telling you at least for girls and I'm sure it's the same for guys if your partner has a really good friend of the same sex that you don't know very well your mind cannot help but to go there until you know <laughs> yeah. them. Until no, I, you've I, met I them. agree. And it is until you know them. Like Jess has yeah. many friend to a guys and I yeah. know, kind of felt like that before I met them, but now we're all good friends. So yeah, exactly. it is definitely and possible. Anyone who says that they don't are lying, they're fucking lying because you do. Because that's the thing. The, the crazy, I was talking to someone at work about this. It's crazy. Like you could meet someone tomorrow who is mm. the love of your life, but you're already married. I mean, I, I guess. You can. You yeah, absolutely. I, guess so, I don't yeah. believe in. I don't believe in the whole idea of like soulmates a specifically. Soulmate. Where oh, it's yeah, like, I oh agree. no, I couldn't. I think never no, meet. I agree with that. Absolutely stupid. Yeah. yeah, it's crap. Like, yeah, I'd especially like. Oh, my my bloody soulmate of all the people in the world, my bloody soulmate is someone I met at bloody high school, and they live twenty minutes down the road from yeah. me. Oh, who what exactly. the chances? Everyone's soulmate went to the same school as them, or was, <laughs> in, was within their Tinder radius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. Like you meet the soulmate that's within the circle that you can travel to. That's pretty much right. You meet the best person that you've met so far and it's like, yeah, you're great. I love you. Let's spend the rest of our lives together. You're right. But in saying that, I just, I think it depends on the relationship, of course. But I think when when you're, when you're looking for a, a certain kind of thing, it's different to when you're not looking for a certain kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like what you put out into the into the universe and, and what you get back from the universe is different when you're actively looking versus you're like, you know what, I'm really happy and I'm really comfortable and I don't need anything else. Like, do you know what I mean? I just feel like it depends. No, I don't. But like, I don't understand what you're trying to say. Like if you could meet someone tomorrow, yeah, who theoretically could be your soulmate, but you're – comfortable, you're happy with Shane, like you're not looking for a quote-unquote soulmate. So you're not going to be looking for that. So Mm. even if you met someone who you really vied with and really got along with well, like uh, why would you 
why would that turn into something else or why would you think, oh, they're my soulmate unless you were specifically looking for that is what I'm saying. No, well, if it's a work colleague or if it's a friend of a friend and you end up meeting and then you end up spending more time together and you're like, fuck, I really like this person. You know what I mean? Like that can happen. Yeah, I guess so. You get to yeah, know, know them, you spend happen. a lot of yeah, time yeah, yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, none of that helps Ronnie though. <laughs> um, uh, Ronnie, this is hard because I think it's it's a big stretch to go, are you emotionally cheating on me? Yeah, um, I agree. I, I don't know that I don't know that any of that points to specifically how you're you're cheating in one way or another. Um My advice, I think what Ronnie needs to do is spend more time with this friend. Um, because okay, the agree. power of power oh, yeah, of observation. Yes. No, together with the partner. Yeah, I'm not yeah, saying, like, I don't go know. Have a girls' day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But Just I feel spend like time that with could them. Be worse. No, I disagree because then you'll know you. I, mm. I, if you're tuned into it, if there's a suspicion, and then you're spending time with them, you will notice if there's some reason to be kind of weirded out. The texting, like, sure, that might just be the way they communicate, but like, go through his. Phone. I would, I would go. <laughs> Don't go through his phone. We do not recommend Trust. that. We do not. We do not endorse this message. Go through his bloody I, phone. Have a look. Have a little peek. If Shane, if Shane and I were at dinner with his female best friend and they were texting and I was there, I would probably actually grab his phone and be like, what the fuck were you talking yeah. about? Like, why were you texting in front of me? Like, what? I think the thing that's you? confused me the most is that, and maybe this is actually a, a sign that, Maybe nothing's going on, right? Because if something was going on, they would why, so would, why would your partner be texting literally in front of you? Like, in why would they do that? Like, why would he do that? You know, like, why, wouldn't he try and hide it more? But it doesn't have to. That's what I mean. Ronnie's partner might not realise, like, that he might not quite be there where he's like, oh, I'm attracted to my best friend and, you know, I'm keeping it secret from my partner. But it's kind of that behaviour that creeps in when you subconsciously have like a bit of a something you're trying to hide. or But also it's just weird behaviour so. from Ronnie. It doesn't like hiding something or not or just that's how they do it. That's rude. That's just oh, rude. Oh, exactly. Total, like, 100%. Full stop. That's what I it's mean. Just it's like just like. Weird behaviour. Yeah, it is bizarre. It's bizarre. I'll, I'll just put that out there. It's bizarre. And I wouldn't even justify it with an excuse. Like it's just shitty behaviour. Like don't do that. That's just shit. I say go through his bloody phone. Why not? Just see what's on there. Trust. Uh, Got to trust. If you've chosen to trust this no, person. I know. If you're going to get married. given you a reason. Yeah. I know. I think, Ronnie, spend some more time with them in like, you know, a relaxed setting, not necessarily just the three of you, but and just – just I'm not saying sit there and watch them, but you'll you'll get a vibe. You'll get a vibe. Um, and also check just see how the they vibes. see yeah, if they pass how the often vibe. Are they check. talking? Yeah, Ronnie, I wouldn't jump to the worst possible conclusion. I understand why you're a bit sus. I would not go to your partner and say, "Are you emotionally cheating on me?" Um, but I would just just keep an eye. Just keep, keep an, an eye. eye. Good luck, Ronnie. Definitely and keep an eye. Let us know how you go. Yeah, please do. Yeah. I have not before gone through necessarily someone's phone, but I did have a relationship end. He's definitely done it. (laughs) I had a relationship end once because my then girlfriend... um, 
logged into my iPad onto Facebook to do something and forgot to log out and then went on a trip with friends overseas and I was, you know, blah, 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 put my iPad away and about halfway through the week that she's away, open up my iPad, Facebook, oh, she's forgot to bloody log out and there's a message from a friend <laughs> who, who uh, basically outed, outed her effectively based on what the message said oh, and I was like, oh, okay. That's horrible. You poor thing. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? How long, how long did you have to wait till you could break up with her? <laughs> I had to wait till she got back. It was like a whole half a week and I was like, um, and I, then I started messaging her and I was like, um, so what does this mean, hey? And, you know, there's like time differences and she, I, she, I don't know, she must have been overseas like, fuck. Oh, my God, you'd die. You'd absolutely die. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be on your holiday. See, yep. that was mean. You should have waited till she got back so you didn't ruin her holiday. Nah, fuck her. Ruin her holiday. <laughs> Yeah, ruin the holiday. Who cares? <laughs> she ruined my non-holiday, so whatever. I was going to say that the lesson here is don't leave your your Facebook logged in, but also just like don't be a bad person. Yeah, that's don't cheat lesson. on people. It's not very nice. Don't eh? cheat on people. Yeah, that's just don't the do it. But also don't leave your Facebook oh. logged in. But you know what? See, good way to fucking just make sure is to just have a little look. See, so. It's very tempting when it's in front, like to go through someone's phone. You have to pick their phone up. You have to. Do, put the passcode in. You have to go to the app that you want to check. You have to yeah. scroll through. Whereas Facebook being sitting, there's nothing yeah. more tempting Ex- yep, than exactly. an open Facebook yeah. page because all you need to do is click on the message icon and you can see everything. Uh, thank you for listening to the Can We Help You podcast. That's it for this week. Uh, I mean, for today, we'll be back in a couple of days. Um, get in touch with us if you have a question or some feedback or you live next to an olive oil producer who might sponsor us mm-hmm. uh, at Can We Help You Podcast on socials or canwehelpyoupodcast.com. You can fill out the form anonymously. anonymously. And we'll be back soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Don't cheat. Don't go through your partner's phone. Don't do that. That's, yeah, it's not a good that's idea. the end. Both message. of those things are not good things to do. Bad things, bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad. All right. Put a cone on See your bloody partner if they do that. Kind of shame. It's a little callback. Give back. them a cone. Uh, all right. See ya. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.